In today's podcast, I speak with an expert in B2B marketing. He's been doing this for over two decades and shares some great advice for anyone that has a need to improve or increase their business-to-business marketing efforts. Welcome to another episode of the Harvest Growth Podcast, focused on helping consumer product companies, inventors, and entrepreneurs harvest the growth potential of their product businesses by teaching cutting-edge marketing strategies and interviewing successful marketers, as well as product marketing experts that share their stories to inspire you to achieve hyper-growth for your own business. I'm your host, John LeClaire, founder and CEO of Harvest Growth, and I believe that if you want to make your product the next household name, you just need to follow the right plan and that even the best products struggle to succeed when they step away from proven strategies that work. If you'd like to learn more about what we call the perfect launch process for marketing products, check out harvestgrowth.com. And if you still have questions on how you can implement this process for your business, you'll see a link on our homepage to set up a free consultation with one of our product launch specialists. Today, I'm excited to have on the interview today with me, Mike Mayer. Now, he's the founder of Main Event Digital, which is a B2B marketing firm. It's very different than a lot of our guests we've had in the past that are are business-to-consumer experts. Mike does some of that, but he also is a true expert in the business-to-business marketing space. So it's great, especially if you're a product marketer, to pay attention to this because even though you might think you're in just the business-to-consumer marketing world, getting this understanding of how to market to businesses, i.e. retailers, wholesalers, potential licensees, et cetera, but to other businesses is so important. Mike, welcome to the show. Thanks, Sean. Happy to be here. So can you let, tell us about your background and really, I guess, let's start with your company. What do you do currently with Made Event Digital? Well, we are a full-service digital marketing agency. We're also a unique blend because we have, uh, we're also a system integrator. So we are building websites, specifically e-commerce. We're integrating those with ERPs. Uh, Then we're doing design, logo design, graphic design, web design. Uh, We have, then we go into the digital marketing services and those range from paid search. We're managing marketplaces like Amazon and Walmart and eBay. Uh, We do affiliate marketing, loyalty programs, um, search engine optimization. We're on putting people on Google shopping and Bing shopping. Uh, we're really whatever a company needs from a marketing perspective. You know, we have the resources to get it done. Uh, we have uh, folks that go out and do telemarketing. Uh, we've done. We just did a major press release launch for one of our new clients, the Sani Spire, which I can talk about a little bit later. Uh, we are we go direct to wholesale to get our products on the shelves with wholesalers and retailers. Uh, you name it, we've probably done it. And it's so different, as I mentioned, from a lot of the world I deal in, which is the business to consumer space. And you and I were talking a little bit before this interview, and you say you know it's it's even different out there in the marketing world in general, where there really isn't a direct competitor. There isn't anybody that focuses at least in the same way that you do in this business to business world. Such a demand for it. There's a need for it, but not a lot of experience. Maybe what talk to us about how did you get into business to business marketing? What's your background? Okay. 
Well, I, I started uh, 23 years ago as a web developer and have been working for B2B companies uh, ever since. Have uh, about two or three years in, started managing projects, uh, managing people, and specifically managing e-commerce and digital marketing as it became more of a thing. Uh, over the last 13 years, I've specifically worked for a billion dollar plus wholesalers and started and ran their e-commerce, started their digital marketing, um, have been you know, purely focused on e-commerce and digital marketing for most of my career. And at the end of last year, found myself uh, with an opportunity to kind of expand my horizons and instead of doing what I do for a single company, uh, I attempted to do this for many companies. So started this small business, main event digital, and, and started with Leviton as my first customer. They're a, a large uh, wiring devices company, and then brought on Alpine Home Air as another customer. Uh, they're a large HVAC wholesaler and retailer. And from there, it, it, it grew and just kept bringing on more wholesalers, uh, distributors, and manufacturers, and helping them with anything and everything e-commerce and digital marketing. Uh, so I have yet to do any advertising for the business. I have a website out there and just through word of mouth, you know, this, the company has been growing like a weed and people are, uh, people need, need our services. There are, there's no one else out there that I'm aware of that offers the services that I offer focused on wholesalers, distributors, and manufacturers. So I think I found a very unique niche and have got this company really ramped up during a difficult time in in our in our lifespan dealing with covid um, but people more than ever need digital to help help their businesses survive and i think we've uh we're here to help and it's the timing you know we we don't we're not trying to profit off of this terrible pandemic but rather help businesses to survive. And that's what we've been doing. Yeah. And I think it's a great way to say that, you know, we, we've kind of seen that as well a little bit where in the digital marketing space, it's a very good time for, you know, to be a marketing agency, right? There's a, people are at home or people are paying attention to digital. And a lot of these traditional channels, you know, especially in the B2B world uh, shows uh, trade shows, et cetera, just don't exist this year. So you need to get out there in front of your audience. So it's, you know, I, I like to think of it as it's a service, right? It's not really taking advantage of a situation, but it's really helping these companies get through a tough situation and give them a path where they otherwise might not have one. Now they've got to be able to pivot their businesses to be able to adjust to this, this new economy that, you know, it's, it, uh, hopefully we'll get back to what we call normal is somewhat soon, but it's always going to be different, right? This is it, the world has changed for sure. Uh, it's getting you know, a directional shift, um, and you know, there's more, which is in the direction of digital marketing, I think, and getting these companies to take advantage of that and understand it well and and do well in the very beginning is going to make a big difference for them. I would agree. So what what are the platforms? I guess when we talk, you know, if you're thinking of wholesalers or distributors. Talk to us about what is the approach? I mean, of course, it's going to be a little bit different for every client, but what do you see in general? What are the trends that are working well in the B2B space? Um, you know, it, everyone wants a you know, highly functioning website and have a presence where they can you know, 
extract the most margin as possible. And I think that's a great strategy and you absolutely need that as a foundation. Most of my customers stop at that level right there and they never go out and sell anywhere else. So I think one of the key strategies that I've implemented to help my customers scale is to get them into the marketplaces. And I often, when I start with my customers, we, we put the website aside. You know, if it's functional and it has good, unique content and it, it's working, let's, let's get them into other channels and to add, to add incremental revenue. So we've, we've been very successful uh, bringing customers into the Amazon marketplace and the Walmart marketplace and not, not just putting their products up there, but setting up uh, an automated repricer so that we're watching their competitors and automating their price based on their competitor's price while keeping in mind what their margin floor needs to stay at. Uh, we've also implemented some more of the old-fashioned marketing approaches with telemarketing. And we, we have folks that are just you know, dialing for dollars and, and directing customers, typically their businesses, to our websites where they can then you know, get all the product information and transact online or take that order right over the phone. Um, we're doing direct mail. Uh, you know, some of these old methods that people have gone away from are the best methods now because there's so much noise in your email inbox and in your social. And when you're running a search on Google, there's still a lot of noise with you know, the paid, paid ads and all the, everyone competing for SEO position. So some of these older methods are, are working. And the secret is not just focusing on one of these channels, but to employ all of these channels or many of the channels to try to drive incremental and drip into your customer's brains as any chance you can. And who are the, for most of your clients, who is the end target or, you know, who, who are they trying to reach out to? Are these, it sounds like, you know, in e-commerce in general, it may be consumers at some point, but it also may be buyers, just, you know, distributors, other, you know, agencies yeah. or other companies rather. So who are the end target market typically? Most, most of the companies that I've been working for, we are selling to tradesmen, we're selling to purchasing agents, we're selling to, you know, the owners of small businesses, uh, and then we're also selling uh, direct to consumer. There's no reason why as a manufacturer or as a wholesaler, you wouldn't want to go direct to the consumer. Now, there's, now when I say that, there's definitely some, a caveat to that where you don't want to be competing with others in the supply chain. So abiding and structuring as a manufacturer a map price and, and keeping to that map price uh, as the manufacturer and, and holding your suppliers to that same map is, is going to be key so that you're not competing. And you can also go direct to consumer and be on an equal playing field with the manufacturer. You know, if you're a wholesaler, then you would ideally want your manufacturer doing that too, setting a map so that you're not as a wholesaler competing with others uh, in a race to the bottom. Uh, and, and then you know, no one's making any money. Very true. Yep. 
And how do you, how do you see it as different in terms of targeting? So when I, you know, obviously we're in the space of, in the direct to consumer or you know, certainly business to consumer realm. And so you know, I understand that world targeted. We talk about a lot, that a lot in our podcast, but how do you, how do you reach these people? So if you've got kind of a, a more niche or more targeted audience, what yeah. are the best platforms that you see to be able to find those people? Uh, paid search is definitely an, a channel that we use to be pretty targeted. Uh, Google and, and Bing, you know, ads, including Google and Bing shopping. Uh, with, with the social channels, we can be very hyper-focused uh, in a geographic area in addition to uh, hitting a certain persona. You know, with, with LinkedIn, we can really hone in on job titles and company size. And with something like Facebook, we, we can hone in on folks that live or work in a certain area. So that's, we, you know, it's all about being as targeted as you can with your marketing, retargeting folks once they've landed on one of your properties through ads and through marketing automation, email. Um, and, and with using uh, customer management software, customer contact software, pulling lists of your target customers and, and calling them. Uh, you can't send them emails out of the blue or violate can spam, but you can definitely give them a call or send them a personal one-on-one, one-to-one email. Um, on the marketplaces, it's a little bit tougher to target, uh, but it's not, typically you're not paying to be out there, you know, showing your ads, showing your ads you'll pay for, but showing your product offering to everyone you're not really uh, paying for uh, the views uh, I know I'm probably missing some but I think that'll that's a start yeah no absolutely and over I imagine over the time you've you've had this business you've been able to help quite a few companies to really grow and as you said before it's it's an open opportunity because in this space you know business to business in general so often people rely just on word of mouth or just on their website and you know or, or trade shows etc so this might be a new uh, way of thinking even, you know, it's funny, we're in the marketing agency world, right? So I, I talked with a lot of other marketing agency owners. We're part of this uh, big mastermind with, I think it's a hundred or so marketing agency owners. And, and most of them will say, you know, it's, we do it through referrals, through word of mouth, even though they are out there every day doing digital marketing for all of their clients, they almost don't do it for themselves. Right. And, and, and almost are hesitant or don't believe in it. I think getting over that hurdle, once you can turn that corner and realize, hey, marketing can help businesses that sell their businesses as well. Again, for our world as agencies, for you, it could be almost anything else, right? In this wholesaler or distributor space. So I, do you have any stories, I guess, of how you've been able to help some of these companies turn that corner and, and realize that it, once you get beyond just a website and you start to really build a robust marketing campaign, how that's helped their business? I have endless stories with, that I can, I can talk about. I won't be able to go into any specifics, but you know, I many most of my clients, especially in the wholesale space, when they put up products on their websites, uh, typically they're just pulling in manufacturers' content, uh, and that really doesn't do you much good when it comes to organic Google. So I'd say one of my most effective strategies to really move the needle for wholesalers is to get them custom written, unique content. 
And that is another one of my service offerings where we either can pull in manufacturer content, you know, untouched, and that's fair, fairly inexpensive. It gets slightly more expensive when we're rewriting the content to make it completely unique. And then we often find ourselves higher in organic than Amazon and the manufacturer th themselves. So I think that's, that's one really powerful strategy. Uh, marketing automation has been a, a big winner for us where a customer enters into our sales funnel in some way and nurturing them with emails to move them through the sales funnel has been very effective. We do that through, uh, <clears throat> we, we create videos and embed those into emails that educate folks on the company, the value-added services, in addition to offering promotions in multiple workflows, all to get them to transact or to re-transact re if they've gone dormant. Uh, so those are, those are two channels that I think have been very successful. Um, other than that, we've, we've just done a, uh, we have some press release blast services that is pretty unique where this service creates um, podcasts. It, it also creates videos all from a press release. It's like an AI tool and, and it instantaneously can, can drive your organic ranking. It's unbelievable how quickly uh, for, for your product or for your service or for your entire company. Uh, so that's another growth hack, I would call it, to, to move folks uh, you know, up, up the chain. Um, what else do we do? The affiliate of programs that we're setting up. We have a lot of small businesses that want to bring on college kids. And a lot of, a lot of people are looking for, for work right now. And it's very easy to stand up an affiliate program, not through one of the affiliate networks, but that's also an option. And just a private affiliate network where you can have your folks register and go out and get people to either click on their custom URL or to use their promo code and affiliates will, will share in some of the revenue for the sales and it helps the company by lower margin sales, but, but definitely more volume. Um, you know, I think the other growth hack we've been doing is with repricing. Like I mentioned on the marketplaces, we're also doing that on websites themselves. As long as we know what a customer's cost is and their, their margin floor, we can automate a, a competitive price based on what others are selling at. And that price would, will automatically flow into the shopping networks and be available through, you know, visible through organic Google. So I think that's a, another strategy we've implemented for some clients to um, move them along quickly. Love it. Love it. So Mike, is there anything you feel that I, I didn't ask that you think could be helpful for our audience to know about whether it's B2B marketing or any other advice you have for these people? I think that the secret is you can't just create a website, put it out there and hope for people to come and use it. Uh, there's definitely a lot more to it. And, and I've talked about getting into all of these channels one of, one of the other key aspects to, as a wholesaler and a manufacturer, once you have 
a website and once you're selling online is to get your sales team, your internal sales team behind whatever you're doing. And that you can do through sharing commissions. And you can do that by um, even you know, giving some sort of promotion or some sort of kicker when, when they're, the salespeople drive people to your website. Um, but also educating your customers is, is something that most people don't really spend a lot of time on. Educating your customers on how to use the tool and all of the services you offer digitally. Um, so if you're offering a mobile app, you know, educating them on the mobile app, putting putting that advertisement for the mobile app into your marketing automation, uh, putting it on your homepage, sending out one-off emails about your mobile app. Uh, if you're you have inventory management um, software that you're offering, getting that out in front of your customers. If you're offering PO pricing or invoice automation, uh, and that's very common with wholesalers to integrate with their customers, uh, getting that out in front of your customers and making sure they know about it. So there's a lot of internal marketing and external just about what you have to offer that a lot of people miss. Absolutely. I, I, there's literally hundreds of things that can be done to improve a business's marketing efforts. And Clearly, Mike, you have great experience in all this, and, I, and we can't unfortunately answer all questions for every business in a short podcast interview like this. But I do want to say to the audience that Mike has been kind enough to offer to speak with anybody who feels they might have further specific questions that he might be able to answer some questions about your business. If you have any B2B marketing efforts, especially whether that's you know a B2C company that is meeting with retailers or, or potentially licensees or, you know, dealing with businesses in general, or if you truly are a B2B full business, then Mike knows his stuff. As you can tell, um, he's offered to, to spend some time on the phone with you to answer any specific questions about your business. And you can learn more about his company and set up a meeting to speak with him directly. If you go to main event digital, dot com, main event digital.com, you can find that URL of course in the show notes the other thing that Mike has kindly offered is if it makes sense for you to work together with Mike to have him actually take over or help you with your, uh, your marketing efforts, they have several different programs that they offer and he has offered a $2,000 discount off your first month if you work together. And it's all month to month. You can cancel any time, which is always a great sign to think of a good company that they, they, can, they can prove that they're going to work for you because they know they've got to keep you through results, uh, much like the way we operate as well. So that's a great discount, very generous. Um, but at a minimum, you know, check out his website. He's got some good content there. You can learn more about B2B marketing as well. But Mike, I just want to thank you again for your time. This is really fun. I think it's, it's really interesting to hear your perspective on B2B marketing in general. And, you know, I wish we had hours to spend to really dive deep on more of this stuff, but I think this is a good way to at least scratch the surface and get some good advice for those that are, are either thinking about or realizing that they need to do more B2B marketing. So thanks again for your time, Mike. My pleasure, John. Thanks for having me on today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for your valuable insights and for taking the time to share your story. Our audience of inventors, entrepreneurs, and product marketers will benefit greatly from what you've taught us today. 
For the listeners, go to their website to learn more. Also, be sure to check out harvestgrowthpodcast.com to see other episodes that we have recorded. And if you like this episode and you want to learn more about how you can profitably grow your consumer product business, please subscribe to our show and leave us a review on iTunes or Google Play.